Hi, welcome to the Parkinson Vitality Project podcast, a place for open and honest discussion about how to intentionally live, move, and thrive with Parkinson's disease. I'm your host, Anne Gould, owner of Envision Physical Therapy and Wellness, where I specialize in helping people with Parkinson's live their fullest lives. Let's dive into today's episode. This week on the Parkinson's Vitality Project podcast, I want to talk a little bit about some of the most common questions that I get when people contact and email me. And really, most commonly, people are asking for what resources they can find either in their areas or in general for people with Parkinson's. And I find that I have just a few places that I prefer to direct people initially when they're looking for information. So first, For people who are newly diagnosed with Parkinson's, I usually start by recommending that they look at the Parkinson's.org or Parkinson Foundation website. They have a whole section for people who are newly diagnosed with Parkinson's. So from the homepage, if you go to Living with Parkinson's and down to New with Parkinson's, it's a whole section of the website that's really specifically for people who are newly diagnosed and want to get the answers to some of the questions that they might have. One of the things that I usually recommend for people is they actually, if you go down the page, they have a newly diagnosed kit, which is a free folder that they send you with information inside that can really be helpful when you're first starting out on your journey and you need a few answers. Inside the packet, there's a card that helps direct you to some resources that the, the Parkinson Foundation has put together for people. And in addition, there's a pamphlet with five steps for living better with Parkinson's disease. Just five things that you can start looking at when you're newly diagnosed to help put yourself on a good path with your Parkinson's. There's also a a flyer with key questions for your doctor's visit. And I think this is really helpful because when we get in with the doctor, sometimes, you know, it's really stressful and we forget the things that we want to ask. So coming in with a flyer like this that really helps you really pinpoint what you want to ask and the things that you want to know will be really helpful in making sure that you get the answers that you need. There's also just some general information about what Parkinson's disease is, how it's diagnosed and how it's treated. So I think that that's a really good place to start when you're newly diagnosed and have a lot of questions about Parkinson's. Some other resources on the website are information about different symptoms of Parkinson's, both the movement symptoms, which is you know what people usually associate with Parkinson's, as well as the non-movement symptoms or the things that we don't always realize are related to the Parkinson's disease until we really look into it. And sometimes it's really helpful to kind of just look at those and really understand if those are things that have been a problem for you and things that you need help with. Another resource from the Parkinson's Foundation that I like is they have a a wear and care kit. And basically this is a kit for people with Parkinson's so that they can prepare if they ever need to go to the hospital. So where this is on the website, if from the homepage you go into the living with Parkinson's section and there's there's a tab for resources and support. And when you click on that and go down, they have the Parkinson's Hospital Kit. So this is actually, it comes in a black bag for you, a zippered bag, so that you can have it with you. And inside, there's a lot of great resources. One of the challenges with people with Parkinson's going to the hospital is that doctors and nurses who don't commonly work with people with Parkinson's don't always understand the unique needs that someone with Parkinson's might have when they're in the hospital. A lot of the information in this kit is things you can give to them so that they can better understand what you need for your care. So inside there is a magnet that says I need my Parkinson's medication on time every time. 
as well as a medical alert bracelet for someone with Parkinson's and a medical alert card that you can keep in your wallet to be able to share with your doctor if you needed to let them know. On the back of that card, there's some information about set, uh, medications that are safe for people with Parkinson's and that medications that should be avoided for people with Parkinson's. For anyone who has a Duopa therapy hump, there is a card in there to, to give to doctors or uh, emergency care people. Better understand what that is and how some of the, you know, the complications or what they need to watch out for as well as a card about deep brain stimulators. Another thing that I always recommend that people do um, in here is they there's a medication form. And I highly recommend that really everyone have a medic up-to-date medication list with them at all times. Because a lot of times, you know, you're, when you go to a doctor or, you know, a specialist, your medication list doesn't always travel with you and it can be really difficult to put together on the spot what medications you're taking and at what times. So I highly recommend that people ha always have an up-to-date medication form in their wallet or on their person at all times just so that when they need it, it's always there for them. Also in this packet, they have a pad of a fact sheet for nurses. Again, just to help nurses who may not typically be treating people with Parkinson's understand some of the reasons why caring for someone with Parkinson's in the hospital can be a little different than caring for other patients. Finally, I think one of the most important things for people with Parkinson's that I find in this packet is the hospital action plan booklet. And this is the booklet that I think people should read kind of just before they ever really need to go to the hospital so that they have kind of an understanding of what your know, plan when they go to the hospital either for a planned stay or an emergency stay of what they need to be aware of and things they need to think about. So in the packet they have what can you do to really prepare yourself to have a positive stay in the hospital should you need to go. So they talk about why you should have a medication form, a medical alert card, having an emergency contact list, a health proxy card, and an extra supply of all your Parkinson's medications in your kit, just so that, God forbid, you need to go to the hospital, it was all available for you. And there's also just some information on how to find, you know, a good hospital and doctors who are really going to understand your unique needs, as well as just some encouragement to really advocate for yourself when you're in the hospital to make sure that you're getting the best care possible. Also in here, there are checklists for both a planned hospital stay and an emergency hospital stay. And what these do is they really help you to be ready for when you need to go to the hospital and what needs to be in place for that. So, you know, the planned stay, it's, you know, making sure that you're notifying your whole healthcare team and sharing important information, preparing your medications, and just making sure that, you know, when you go to the hospital, they're aware that you're going to have needs that are unique that other patients that they might be seeing may not have. The checklist for the emergency situation goes into a little more detail as to what can you do to make sure that you're prepared should you need to go to the doctor in, in an emergency. So they're talking about an emergency plan and something, and really talking about getting your family on board and making sure that everyone kind of knows what is supposed to happen, who needs to speak up, and what they need to tell their, the doctors and nurses if you were ever in the emergency room. The book also goes into some special considerations for people who have deep brain stimulators 
a duopa pump, having special dietary needs, trouble swallowing, balance issues, problems feeling dizzy or faint, anyone who has Parkinson's related dementia, hallucinations, or disorientation. So all of those things can help guide people in what they need to talk to their doctors about should they have those problems and need to go to the hospital. So other um, resources that people ask me about is, you know, where can I find support groups and exercise classes? And that depends a little bit on where you are in the country and how many, how much you have near you. So the Parkinson Foundation has various Parkinson centers of excellence around the country. So that is probably the first place I would look if that was in my area. So again, on the parkinson.org website, you can click on in your area and put in your zip code. And when you do that, it'll come up with any specialists, experts in Parkinson's or certified Parkinson's centers of excellence that would be really helpful for a good place to start. A lot of times those facilities have support groups in place, exercise classes, and a huge referral network to help you find people that understand Parkinson's in your area to help you get on the right path. The other place that I look for support groups and exercise classes is actually the American Parkinson's Disease Association website. And just like the Parkinson Foundation, you can find resources in your area by going to APDA in your community and clicking on your state, and it'll bring up any resources that are in your state. In some states, they have an actual tab for resources and support. So for example, I'm in Massachusetts, and when I click on that, I can find support groups, I can find education programs, PTOT and speech programs, as well as art and movement classes in my area. If you're having trouble finding something in your area, I would reach out to the National Foundation, the Parkinson Foundation or the APDA, and just see if they have any local resources for you. Finally, there's a lot of online resources from many of the Parkinson Foundations that you can utilize at home. So both the Parkinson Foundation and the the APDA have online exercise and uh, wellness programs that you can participate in, as well as some educational things you wanted to learn more about certain aspects of your Parkinson's disease. So those are some really good places to start when you're looking for resources. Other online resources you can look at are going to be, if you're looking for exercise classes, looking at rock steady, boxing, dance for Parkinson's, and you can always look at the Michael J. Fox Foundation, the Brian Grant Foundation, or Davis Finney Foundations for other exercise programs that are in other parts of the country. Finally, there are usually resources that you can find in your community that aren't specifically for people with Parkinson's, but may actually help you. So a lot of times the councils on aging and elder services in most communities have resources that you can use to help you with things like getting rides to appointments or having, you know, help in your home for cleaning or meals and as well as just some housekeeping if those are things that you're struggling with and need help with. So I always recommend people to kind of reach out to those resources as well, specifically in their community, to find out what they there is and what they can tap into to kind of help them out. So I hope this was helpful in helping you find just some resources that are in your community that you think will help you on your journey with Parkinson's. 
And again, you're not going to need all of these and some of them you may need now or and some of them may be things that you don't need right now but would benefit you later. So you just wanna kind of be aware of what's in your area so that you can make sure that you have the best support possible. I hope you've had a great couple weeks and that you enjoyed this podcast and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for joining me this week on the Parkinson's Vitality Project podcast. New episodes are released every other Wednesday, so make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you never miss a show. You can also follow me on social media at the links posted in the show notes. Thanks again. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and shouldn't be used as personalized medical advice.